That's wild, another right? common denominator because yeah. I did yeah. a Playboy YouTuber shoot with them. I wonder. Oh yes, yeah. Like, I remember I wasn't there at the time. But yeah, uh, yeah. They were doing like hot YouTubers and stuff. Oh, right? thank you. I don't, even, I don't know. Are they hot? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you can see my butt if you Google me. That's from Playboy. Hey, don't so. look at it. <laughs> yeah, don't look at my butt. But you can Google it. But don't look at it. Shit They Don't Tell You, I'm Nikki Limo, and this is my co-host, Steve Green. Hello. Yes, and we are joined today by a very special guest, Rhea Carmona, and she's a podcast host of Was That Good For You, another Studio 71 original, you should go check it out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for being here today. Of course, thank you for having me. Of course. So you do the show in this room? I do, I do it in this room, I this, sit in this spot. This is our room. <laughs> Please stop doing it's that. It's only your room when your logo is up Listen, here. Listen, I feel like it's we mine. We started this room. <laughs> it's very weird to hear that other people are in your room. It is, it is, because uh, I don't even think about it. Yeah, but when I watched a couple of videos, I was like, whoa, it's in our room. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know, I always see other room, other videos now with, other, with our yeah. room, and I'm like, damn. But we are excited to have you because we're talking about our favorite subject, which is sex. Yeah, We love it. Such a fun subject. And your podcast is all about sex and relationships, yes, right? Yes, it is. And how did that start for you? Because I met you a long time ago. We did a collab together. We did yoga, uh, a yoga challenge oh, video. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you could check that out. But um, We did a yoga challenge video, too. Yeah, we did. You yes, you're right, Steve. Uh, the common denominator is we've all done a yoga challenge <laughs> at <Yes>. one point <laughs> together. Yeah. Which uh, one did you like better? I, I don't want to say. I liked them both the same. In different ways. Which one oh. got more views? They're like my children. Which one got more views? Ray's did. But the algorithm was involved with mine. That, yes, that's true. That's there were no algorithms back then. That's right. true. <laughs> All right. but This is like I just, I'm bad at sex, but she's like, no, you did fine. It's like I have two children, and I like yeah. kind of favorite one of them, and I don't want to tell the other one that the other one's the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but back then you were doing, uh, you know, a lot of like um, relatable uh, vlogs and stuff. Yeah. And how did you become, uh, how did you come to find relationships and sex as your most passionate subject to talk yeah. about? Yeah. So uh, when I started off, I had a huge male audience. And even when I kind of tried to go for more female, it just, it always stayed a huge male audience. And because YouTube skews a little bit younger and I'm a slightly older female, they just naturally started asking me a lot of relationship advice questions. So I do Q and A's and like every question would be some kind of sex and relationship advice. Just I think younger guys like to hear it from like a woman. Yeah. Um, and so I just ended up doing a lot of relationship advice on my YouTube channel and then was somehow able to use that to get me a job at Playboy. And I ran social at Playboy for a few years. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Um, it was great. I learned even more about sex than I ever thought Anytime. it existed. Dude, I hosted the Playboy Morning Show for a month, and that I did too. Wild, That's another right? common denominator, because yeah. I did yeah. a Playboy YouTuber shoot with them. I wonder. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, I remember I wasn't there at the time, but yeah, uh, yeah, they were doing like hot YouTubers and stuff. Oh, right? thank you. I don't, even, I don't know. Are they hot? I don't know. But yeah, you can see my butt if you Google me. That's from Playboy. Hey, don't so. look at it. <laughs> yeah, don't look at my butt, but you can Google it. But don't look at it. Don't, don't look at it. it. Yeah, please. look at my please back of honest. my head, please. Please, please be honest out yeah. there. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so I, I was there for the past two years. I recently moved on. It was but I love the brand so much. And right now they're in this big transition where Hugh Hefner's son kind of took over and right. he's 26. Yeah, so what he are you going to do, man? Yeah, they have a, a lot of, they're really in a huge transitional phase, but it's really cool to see because they're kind of changing. They're still very sex positive, yeah. very like nude as normal, but in a in a lot more of like an educational way. Yeah, we, there they was took a whole nude away for they took, 16 days. Yeah, I know. And, and then they're that, like, we can't handle it. Well, I think also they realized, <laughs> I think that they were like, oh, we have to get away from this you know, the stigma we have, and then they realize that, like, we can get away from the stigma and still, like, not shame people who want to pose Exactly. Nude. You could, like, right. promo, like, the positive, like, hey, we're all, like, people with bodies that are naked under clothes. Like, right. let's just celebrate that. When I was exactly. there hosting the show, we were doing writing session sessions for the next day, and we had to run everything through a legal department that was there to protect the bunny. They always said, you got to protect the bunny. <laughs> yeah. But what's so funny to me is that, like, to me, that bunny is covered in cum. Like, the, like the people who watch Playboy are just jerking off to the fucking magazine. What are you talking about? It's true. Well, the magazine is is 
a lot less nudity now. Right. We still have, so right now it's a quarterly book. Yeah. So it's a huge, like a coffee table book. It, it has an art cover now. Um, it doesn't Whatever. have. Whatever. <laughs> I think that's cool. Well, he's, he's like, open. Who's in there, man? <laughs> to be honest, I follow a lot of the girls that were featured on like uh, Playboy's Instagram because I thought they had like just cool energy. Like their vibe was cool. <laughs> well, no, that's like, the thing now. It's, yeah. it's Playmates are, you have, to be, you have to be so much more than beautiful now. Our Playmate of the Year yeah. last year has a nonprofit she started. She's Miss African American New York. Like Anyone could be naked with tits. You gotta save. You gotta save some gotta, animal now. You to, gotta also save animals Jesus. and have great tips. So I follow this one girl named Brick Power, and um, she's a playmate. Yeah, and uh, she's awesome, and she's like a surfer chick, and she's like always like nude in, in like forests and stuff. And but she's also has a kid, and she's a mom. And, oh, like, see, back in my day, you could be a shit person as long as you were nude on. Nah, the she's like so Not cool. Anymore. She's like so like organic life type girl, oh. and like I don't full know. package. I like her. Like I yeah, I like her whole deal. She's yeah. kind of like looks like. Um, Karen from The Office, or Rashad, or Rashida Jones. Yeah, but, yeah, but like. Uh, oh, I could see. Okay, I, I'll, I'll check her out. Right? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You but should. yeah, we have like. See her she's pretty. They have like plus size playmates now, bald playmates, trans playmates. It's like it's all. Yeah. It's very inclusive. Do they now, really have bald play- playmates. They do. She's like insanely beautiful. No, you'd see the her and you'll be you like, oh that. my god. Yeah, Sinead like, O'Connor was beautiful bald. She, her name is Vendela, and she's insanely beautiful. It hurts my feelings. Hey, Demi Moore was pretty hot blonde. Uh, yeah. bald. If you have yeah. the face to face to hold to, to pull it off, you can do it. True. If you got a bald face, you gotta have a very yeah. symmetrical. You face. You have to have a very yeah. kind of perfect symmetrical. See, face. my he- my face is headed towards bald, but I, c- I don't think I'll be able to handle it. Yeah, I gotta your, do something your head about shape it. is not there. My head for, shape's yeah. not kind to bald for bald. <laughs> I don't think so. Hasn't got up to your. No, no, no. I don't know what my head shape is because I'm I've, I've always had long hair, but I'm terrified that I have like an a dent or something. And oh yeah, because you don't know what happened when you were a baby and yeah, like your exactly. head got deformed. Exactly, especially for a female. Oh, most most females have had longer hair. You don't know what's under there, Mm-mm. and I'm terrified to find out. We don't want to find think out. Think of that. Yeah, you're right. I could have a dent. You could. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just made it worse. Yeah. Just keep coming. <laughs> yeah, you did. You got a couple dents. Uh, oh, don't, man. don't shave it. Don't, don't shave it. it off. People keep on telling me I, you should just shave it off already. I'm like, you know what? If I do that, it'll never come back. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to dye it blonde as a um, for like a video that we were doing, right. and you were like, "I'm too scared of using actual bleach because it might not come back." True. And I was like, "That's valid." Yeah, so, that's actually very valid. I would wig mm-hmm. this head, but not. I perhaps. actually haven't heard a, a man have that fear. It's like such like a. Yeah. It's a very feminine fear oh, I'm to have. very insecure. He's very feminine. <laughs> you'll, 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 you're, you're finding very that I'll be with his emotions. quite I love insecure. That. Yeah. I'll prove it to you this whole episode. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, so our, our topic today, I thought we would talk about uh, a sex and relationship topic. Because that. that's very fitting. And I wanted to talk about, because this is some shit that I feel like no one ever told me, was um, like finding intimacy in sex and i think there's a difference between like intimate sex and like just fucking right. or like hooking up and even if you think that you are having intimate sex like for a long time i thought with my serious relationship i was having intimate sex because any act seems like it's an intimate act if it's a sex act absolutely um but really i realized later that Except i was for fisting no that could be intimate that could be intimate uh, is it really it if it's seems, with someone you love. It seems kind of mean, dude. Well, some people like that, okay, Steve? So maybe okay. you just don't right. yuck No young. kink shaming. I was yeah. debunked. I was <laughs> yeah. debunked. Excuse us. Just anyway, I, I uh, realized that I had been just performing. Like, a lot of the sex wasn't that enjoyable for me, and I just felt like that's what sex was. It just was, like, kind of meh. Right. Um, because I felt like it was a lot of work. Like, it was a lot of me getting in the mode and, like, performing for my partner rather yeah. than, like, just being completely open and, and vulnerable to the moment and like connecting to somebody. And there's a huge difference. And I did not know about that until research. I'm always like self-analyzing and like researching later that like, oh, maybe I have intimacy issues. And I think a lot of people out there might. And yeah, so let's talk about that. Um, did you ever have like a relationships like that where you were maybe like thought you were intimate? And you yeah, absolutely. I think especially when I was younger, from when I first started having sex, sometimes it feels like, especially for females, society has kind of placed this burden on us of like, the man comes first. Yeah. And so even if you're not, if you're not consciously thinking that, it kind of becomes a thing of like, oh, did they come? I gotta make sure they come. It's the most important thing. Versus, I know a lot of girls, including myself, didn't really feel comfortable being like, it's not over till I also come. Right. Until I was older. And until I think probably I had a partner that was like, that was interested, just as interested in in my pleasure as he was in his own, which I think you also don't find a lot in super younger relationships because you're 
your children yeah. and you're kind of you're all just fumbling around with your parts and figuring, figuring it out. out and they're not so especially with porn I think porn kind of can mess that up too not that I'm against all porn but I think that there's a lot of it that kind of puts this unrealistic ideal in men's heads that like you stick it in and she's like eh, and it's yeah. like oh, great I'm doing a great job this is all <laughs> awesome and we're kind of ingrained to make them feel good so we're eh-ing yeah. and then it becomes this thing where nobody's communicating and realizing and so we're putting on a show and they kind of think everything's great it's like euphoria I don't know if you guys watch euphoria but no, I've been seen trying it. to talking about it. everyone's HBO, talking about HBO it HBO keeps asking for my password and I'm like I don't remember <laughs> it but there's some great things it's obviously it's set in high school mm-hmm. and so there's some great things You, it's like an insight into that there's one scene where the girl's like watching porn and she's not doing it to pleasure herself at all she's strictly just like mimicking the faces and the noises and arching her back and like just basically practicing mimicking putting it. on that performance huh. she's probably a good lay though <laughs> on account of that yeah yeah honestly but I, it'd be great if her boyfriend was also doing that and trying to be like what's great for her mimic that face that fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that porn face no yeah you know, I, you know the there's stuff. a lot of misconceptions even for guys too like uh that women like you to last for an hour like yes. oh, that God, is, no. no please do not last for an hour yeah. holy shit i can't uh tell you how well I don't want to go into old sex life. Go but ahead. I'm oh just saying God. there's a lot of uh, flaccid, bon- flaccid boners that could have been a good time, but they like tried to make it last so long, yeah. and then it's just a struggle for them. And nobody's having a good time, okay? Like you're Nobody. not having a good time because you're trying to stop your your boner from coming, and then like I'm not having a good time because it's been like fucking 45 minutes. Right, at that point, it hurts. Yeah, it's just like, like all raw. And I I'm, feel like, like not even overall, most of the time, if a girl says to you, "Come for me, baby," it's like. Yeah, come on. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, shit. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Uh, I also think that um, on the other side of like, not like there's the people when you're younger and you're like, oh, I didn't even know that I'm supposed to come also. Uh, and then there's also like uh, guys that think that the girl's supposed to come every time, like in during sex, oh, like yeah. not just oral sex, but like they have to come during sex. And so that I feel like. Quite, quite a few times I faked it because I felt the pressure that if I didn't come then they would feel like a failure yeah. and then talking that, about would, me right now. that would hurt their feelings let's just do it let's go <laughs> she's talking about me right now and it pisses me absolutely off it's only because you're the, my only sex partner communicate that, I that I wasn't actually doing it so you would have so it's great though that that's you're that's what you're upset about it's great that you're upset because that she wasn't getting off mm-hmm. and she wasn't communicating it versus the fact that like she's like you didn't get off like right. you want to know, and that's yeah. all, like that's important, I think. And because like you know, I come sometimes, but not all the time, or like not every time. So damn complicated. And so yeah, so <laughs> he is. thinks like it's, it be easier. He, I have to come every time, and I'm like, wait, no, like I'm just like in the moment, and I just don't want to like if it's not happening, like I just you want, want it. yeah, I don't want to pressure it. And so like yeah. I, there's ways to do it afterwards. Not that Very doesn't true. have to be during the act that I enjoy just the same. Did you only fake it with me? No. I've, I've, like, everybody. I faked it with almost everyone. Yeah. I actually was just having a conversation with a guy friend about this, about how often, he was like, how often have you probably faked it in your life? And I'm like, probably like 40%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was ago. so shocked by that number. And he was like, I don't think a girl's faked it with me. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, every girl's faked it. And most guys can't tell. So that do the math. Awesome. Yeah. That guy's awesome. <laughs> that guy has a fucking uh, pair of balls on his truck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever faked with me. And the little kissing kid, the yeah, sticker in the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, it was harder because like the, we've been together for a long time, mm-hmm. and I feel like it went on for a few years, and it was so it was harder to you finally. You did come during that. Definitely, no. That's what I'm saying is that, but also Thank faking God. it when yes. you couldn't. Yeah, because like I didn't want you to feel like the times that I didn't come, that was like it was your fault. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I don't, because I'm still having a good time, so I don't want him to think that it's his fault. And, you know, you would say things during it, like, like, like give me your big load, yeah, baby. Me, no. <laughs> give me, give me Ew, that big old stop. load. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, come on, I'm going to be, like, let's go. I'm going to make, I want you yeah, I'm come, come for me. me. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and then so that's what we're like, to do, be like, oh, it's well, too much pressure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then I'm out of it, and it, like, it actually has the opposite effect. So in order. I don't do that no more. Totally, because, but I had to tell you that. And that stepping up, and admitting that was hard for me yeah, yeah, yeah. because I didn't want you to feel like I was lying to you this whole time. I don't feel like that. Yeah. But I actually I, love that you told me that it was because a great it, communication helped, it helped me. Exactly. And I feel like we've had much more intimate sex yes. since then because yeah. I don't feel that pressure. And I think that pressure is what is putting up a wall between a lot of people 
having actual intimate sex and like being able to make love. Yeah, absolutely. And there's uh, there's so many factors, but yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah, and it's funny because I actually notice it. I, I didn't notice it. And then someone recently told me that on the other end, guys have that same thing. Like if a guy can't come, a lot of times they like, girls they don't mean to but they want you to they want you to come so bad that they end up pressuring you mm. to the point where like I'm like I have met guys who are like yeah I faked it with girls before Whoa. how can you fake it though if a, they're like if a condom's on you can pretty much just yeah. just waddle to the bathroom and they're not following you in there and then you just they're not gonna go into the trash oh, later and, you know yeah. I see, I see, I see. and so it's like they were like yeah it's it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure if you can't come if it's because maybe you're drunk or you're just nervous or maybe you're on drugs I don't know yeah and you can't and a lot of times girls are like well wh why can't, why well what can I do what can I do and a lot of times the guys like, like of, there's of nothing my... right. nothing right now there's mm -hmm. nothing in the whole world is gonna work right now but they then feel emasculated and so like yeah. yeah great and then they fake it too but it shocked me I was like <gasps> that is a shock yeah because you never think about that side with chicks having pictures of their grandma in the room and shit that's my thing like like that will take you out of it like how you many got... girls have you slept with that had pictures of yeah, I don't know. Wow. I'm remembering a specific moment is all I'm saying. And I'm like, why would you put a picture of your grandmother in like next to the bed in the room? Yeah. It's very weird. It's a bad idea. Mm. It's a strange At least place. put it face down if you know you're gonna get laid that night. Right. right. It just uh, genuinely like I'm not even getting the, the the lights were dim and stuff, but I looked over and I saw her grandma and I was like, Oh shit, I don't know what to do. I'm out. <laughs> no. And at that point you can't tell her She's like, why can't you come? And you're like, well, because your grandma's staring into my soul. I mean, honestly, yeah, right. It was just one of those weird things where you're just like, it's like, this is so, like now looking back, it's funny. But back in the moment, I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So that have you sense. faked it as a guy? No, no, no. I, that's not, that wasn't me faking it. I was just like, hey. That uh, was a boner killer for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm -hmm. where you couldn't come. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, also, like with us in the beginning, beginning, like he was really nervous. Like you were I'm a very insecure yeah. person. <laughs> he was he just liked me a lot. So it wasn't even yeah. like, oh, this girl doesn't turn me on. It was like I'm scared. It was the I'm, almost the full the opposite of yes. that. Yes. <laughs> like, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, she was the first person I'd been with uh in a long time. Okay. Not because I was on a dry spell, but because uh, I had recently me and my ex got separated or she broke up with me. And then uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I said that so legally. It's like so weird. Like they're getting back together. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, but, but then yeah, but so then she was the the only chick I had been with for years. Right. And then I'm with a nude girl, and it was weird. And then also I really liked you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think shame. for at least on my end, I don't know about you, but it's like when I, especially when I was younger, I was like, I would get so insecure if a guy couldn't come or if he got soft. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, I'm ugly. What face did I make? What noise did I make? And and like 99% of the time, it's not the person. It's not usually the girl. Yeah, it's the photographs, it's the photographs the of the grandma, or they're nervous, or some or whatever, insecurity, or but something. But you're instantly like, oh my god, oh my god, he didn't come. What did I do? Yeah. And when I was younger, I used to definitely be like, okay, what can I do? Let's do this. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, game planning. <laughs> we can do this. We can do this. And uh, the guy that I was talking to was like, "It's that's terrible. It makes things so bad. Let's just go to bed. It's fine." Yeah. Like, planning is weird too. I, I was with this chick once who who like she not only bought a bunch of um, pre-sex stuff like condoms and stuff, but okay. she bought like everything. She bought like fucking flavor condoms, dental dams. Oh my god. She bought like like pussy condoms. And like she had it all lined up on the bed, and I was just like, "This is too like a science experiment for oh me." Oh my goodness! Like I don't know what to do. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. I wonder if she's still doing that, and if she does it with every partner. I, I wouldn't know. Hey, can you can you call her? I'm can not the type who stalks all my exes, and I, I literally to me they're dead to me when when it's over. Yeah. So I don't even that's I have awesome. no idea. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's definitely I I have definitely in the past done that, and then I think too. I recently, especially with doing the podcast and stuff, obviously a lot of guys now talk to me about sex and whatever, and I've noticed that a lot of the guys who have only been with four or five girls, but they've been in monogamous long-term relationships versus guys I know who've had sex with like 60, 70 girls, the guys who've been in, le in more relationships, less girls, are by far almost way always better. way better. Way better. Way better. Because a lot of times one night stands, you're not communicating. No. You're, you're scared, you're insecure, whatever, so you just fake it and it's over and, and then you don't you know leave. how to get better. Yeah. Exactly. You're not asking questions or things like yeah. that. So you're just kind of sticking your dick in everyone and then next versus in a relationship, mm -hmm. it's like, you said it took you guys years, but even then you have communicated and it's like- Dude, I pounded that pussy thousands of times. Oh, and- Just because other guys get like fuck 40 girls. 
I found the same pussy. That's what many, she's many, saying. Many, many that's no, 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 exactly no. what she's I'm, saying. I'm but trusting yeah. her point. But it's also like you guys are comfortable enough that she can be like, don't do this, do this, or yeah. don't do this, do this. It's like you know a vagina better than a guy uh-huh. who's uh-huh. fucked a thousand girls one time. Totally. Sure. And like oral, oral sex <laughs> skills on point. Never had, never faked it. Thank you. Yeah, never faked it. Oral. I don't know how you would. True. Yeah, you could probably feel. I could. I can tell when she's doing it. That's true. But same. The guy that I the. Some of the best sex I've ever had, especially the best oral sex, was the guy that I was with for four years. Mm-hmm. Because after four years, you know, he knows exactly what he's yeah. doing now. Give, give him a shout out. <laughs> shout out, Chris the Magician. There you go. Wow. There, you, <laughs> there it is. There you the go. Oral shout master. out. If you give him good enough oral, you will get a shout out. You should. You deserve <laughs> you a shout out. Get a and you will get a shout out. This show. Yeah, we will shout you out. Absolutely. You let us know, and, and we have to verify with the female that with you are in the That's right. Yes. What, oh, what's yeah. your take on uh, bitches who won't suck dick? Not not very cool. Bitches who want suck dick, and that's why they're bitches. I know much more the other way around. Like I where do too. Girls that do suck too. lots of dick. The guy who doesn't return. Those guys are bitches too. Yeah. I recently was seeing a guy. It was casual. He was so nice. He was like very communicative. He very much kind of liked me more than I liked him. He would like make reservations for dinner, which like for a twenty-five-year-old guy in LA is like oh, to- you know what I mean. He was so sweet in every way. But he never went down on me. We had sex like five or six Ooh. times, and I and I was giving him head. Oh, He's out. I know. No. It was oh. so weird. Does you think he knows? Do you I, think that guys know that they should be doing that? Well, a, one girl was like, "What if he's just insecure about his skills and he'd rather not even try?" Hmm. Woof. But that's still <laughs> that's, that's still a no. Like it's still a deal, deal breaker. Right. I would no rather a guy reason. go down on me and be terrible than not yeah. even try. Because you can. should make an effort. Right. Exactly. So yeah. it was very weird to me. He, maybe he had a really cold mouth, and he was worried. That feels good. Oh, does it? Yeah, ice. Yeah. Suck on an ice cube and then do that. And, oh, is it really? Mm, it's pretty good. Oh, Sometimes shit. when you have uh, minty gum. Yeah, all the time. And then that, and then yeah, it's the same kind of effect. Amazing. So yeah. it, that would have been great. It would have wow, been awesome. Okay. Would have been awesome for everyone. Don't put a cold mouth on my dick, please. I will not. <laughs> Sometimes I put a cold hand there, and you hate it. I do so not like I have that. learned. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have okay. to really like heat heat them up first. Rub them on your thighs. Yeah. Quick. <laughs> Very sexy. Don't worry. So, well, right now you can see our you like foreplay this. ritual. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of rubbing hands. A lot of me sitting by a fireplace. <laughs> She's definitely made me go like, holy shit, a couple of times. <laughs> my hands do not get circulation. No. I don't know why they're always ice cold, and I even when I'm warm, like my hands are ice cold. So. What's better, ice cold hands or clammy hands? Ooh. Clammy. Really? Are you serious? Oh. For a hand jobs? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, for a hand job? Yeah. yeah. But like well, yeah, I, I don't I've never experienced a hand job. Stand by. There. Hey Mark, what's your take? Mark or song guy. <laughs> uh, spit? Yeah. Okay. Spit? Oh, spit. <laughs> so if yeah. you have clammy hands, just spit on them and make it look like it was spit <laughs> there instead of there you go. Oh, being clammy. There it is. I've never had clammy hands. They're always like dry and cold. Just so you get a good feel of what my hand I is. Do. They're dry <laughs> the consistency and cold. of my hand on his dick. Stick your dry hand in the cold. freezer for five minutes and then you'll know how it feels. Wow. Yeah. No, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes if I'm like, if I'm hot and I'm trying to cool down, I'll just put my hand on on my neck because it's it's very cold. Wow. It's, it's probably cold. some kind of medical like, issue, but we'll like never what? know. <laughs> Why? It's always it's cold. It's very cold. It's cold. But I'm not I'm cold. the opposite. Everybody who touches me is like, why are you so warm? Huh? Yeah, I'm like That's that. That's how he is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's my little heater. See, my friend Bart, he's like, oh, it's an Asian thing. I have a naturally warm body temperature. I'm like, you're such an idiot, dude. I have the hottest fucking constantly. I'm always warm. Yeah, I don't think it's a race thing. Right, yeah. but he, yeah. He's in his own Because, like, for me, my brother and I, same exact race, mixed uh, white and Filipino, and I'm always cold, just like my dad, and he's always a furnace, just like my mom. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't think, wow. it's, don't think it's a race thing. No. But um, back to intimacy. Yeah. Um, have you, now being an experienced woman, uh, can you say the difference, explain the difference between, like, making love, what truly, like, making love feels like versus uh, sex, just, like, how you did raw it when dog you were young. Fu- yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. I talked about this recently on an episode. It was about friends with benefits. And I was talking about how I have sex very differently mm-hmm. with casual relationships, one night stands versus somebody that I'm very interested in. Um, and it it's actually going to, it, it surprised the guests because it's the opposite. With somebody that I'm super interested in, we end up, it ends up being a lot more wild and crazy and experimental mm. because I'm comfortable, comfortable with that person. Yeah. And sometimes I think that can be intimate. Yeah. Obviously there's something beautiful about like very like sweet, like making love, looking into each other's eyes and that's amazing. But there's also something very intimate about being completely 
like uninhibited with a person and not being afraid to like ask for something that's a little weird or kinky and there just being no judgment in the bedroom. Totally. I think that is incredibly intimate versus being with someone and it's kind of quiet and and awkward and maybe on the surface level if you looked out that one looked more like making love but really it's a lot less intimate and it's like you said it's like you don't want to ask for certain things. That's true. You're like a lot more like uh, there's a lot more tension. Yeah, Yeah absolutely. So I think that Intimate, intimate sex and making love can mean so many different things for so many different couples. But yeah. I find that the more experimental I am and the more I want to like try new things with someone, mm-hmm. that's like a pretty good. You're like exploring together. Yeah, like exactly. discovering new things together. And that really shows me that I like someone. Yeah. If I'm comfortable enough to be like, you know what would be fun? Let's do this. It's like that's always like a test to me of like, oh, I, I really like this person. That's That's true intimacy to me is kind of like not feeling ashamed to ask for things that maybe with somebody else you might feel that's a little bit scared of. So, so key, man. And I know that that sounds like something you read in chapter one of a book on relationships. But, <laughs> but dude, I mean, it really is everything. the fact that she, like we were in our kitchen and she, and like, I don't remember even how it came up, but the fact that you brought up, you're like, you know, I faked it or whatever. Yeah. Like just getting to talk about that made me yeah. feel so much closer to you. Cause I'm like, oh, that's so tight that I understand now what she was going through in the moment and now we can have a better time because of that. Totally. But, you know, I also don't have small man syndrome or whatever and I'm not going to like shrink into myself and, you know. Yeah, and I think that's another important thing is that like it should be something that you are happy that your partner is opening up to you about, not something that's going to turn them away from you because like that was the fear, you know, like, and I... It's like you're a liar. And we're so (laughs) honest with each other. Like I tell him everything. There's no secret I have from you except for that one secret and it bothered me. Like it it was like something that ate at me every time we had sex because it it became more of like an anxiety inducing thing where it it no longer was like, ooh, can't wait to have sex. It was like, okay, he's gonna like try to make me come and then like I'm gonna have to like pretend to come and like I I don't like hiding the secret anymore. And and, like it made it so that I was coming actually orgasming less and less because- You're so in your head. Totally. And I think for me- the less in your head you are, the more like the more present you are. It, that to me is the intimacy part. Absolutely. And so no matter what is causing the walls, whether it's insecurities, which I've had body insecurities before right. where like, I gained weight and I'm like thinking about that the whole time. Or if it's like you're just really busy and stressed or, you know, whatever it is, if you're performing, if you're focused more on performing, but whatever is taking you away from like the present moment, uh, that to me is like the difference between having like an intimate sexual For time sure. and uh like we're just having sex yeah. right you know we're fucking or we're just having sex also with the hookups i have sex way different too um mm. but uh the hookups is more like i feel like this it's just surface level i have zero emotions and i know that's some people have to have emotions in order to have the sex that's yeah i think the only emotion i really have is lust like if that can be considered an emotion yeah, is absolutely. that like there's all this tension because I'm like, I don't know. I kind of think this guy's cute, but I, I, he's funny, but I don't know if like we would actually have sex. Right. And then we, then if we do, it's like, it was just, just that. Right. And I don't ever, I never did like oral sex with a guy that wasn't, that I wasn't serious okay. about. Classy. Cause to me, putting that part in my mouth is like more intimate. intimate. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's my face. (laughs) And I agree with you. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I really have to love you for it to go on my face. (laughs) That makes sense. Maybe that's the reason why that guy wasn't going down on me, because we were casual. Maybe for him, he was, like, saving it. Oh, Oh, that could be. Did did he get another chance? Yeah, 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 that is a deal. So because of that, right? He's a bitch, and he don't he don't suck dick, so he's out. Well, if you if you did it and he didn't reciprocate, that's true. I think that that that's fucked. That's a deal. And it was five times. It wasn't like once. Mm. Nope. I can't judge someone based off pretty much anything they do. Well, you want to shout him out? No, God, oh goodness, no. He's a very nice boy. Okay, (laughs) very nice. You let us know. We'll shout him out anytime you want. (laughs) You can call in too. You let us know. Okay. Have you ever like uh, when did when did you like notice that you were there's a difference between like having sex oh love love. making and having sex yeah yeah. Uh, with you really oh yeah yeah that was that was the first time like i feel like i made love love yeah like before i was like oh i think there's i think this one i made love and this one yeah but (laughs) like you know you oh you so know and it was i never had done it before until you yeah me neither but i didn't realize i had never done it until you because this was like our third this date. Is, yeah, it was our third date. It was our first time having sex where like we finished, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, 
like he, I was, you know, a lot of people were saying that I was going to uh, rebound because he got together with me two Everyone weeks after said his, that shit. after his breakup. I hate that shit. And Everyone. in the back of my mind, I always was like, I hope it's, I hope I'm not, but because yeah. I really like this guy, but um, at the back of my head was always like, I could be, and this could be the last, the first and last time that we have sex because after he gets what he wants, like maybe he realizes, yeah, he's over it or whatever. That's not how I um, want. But then we made love where it was like I feel like everything was so vivid to me because I was so in that moment yeah. of like I remember how the lights were and I remember how okay. like like it, the, the I had an exposed brick wall and like how that looked and um, I remember the way your face looked and I remember what you were wearing that day and I remember like so I just remember all of that I remember too so I'm, I'm right there with you I love that and like the, you smell your partner like yeah. you know, just everything is all the senses yeah. are yeah. in light. I remember the next morning even like walking in the kitchen seeing what a fucking disaster it was I remember yeah, it was, that it was really kind well of a disaster. yeah but nobody, cat food I lived alone floor, dry cat food everywhere excuse me that's how our house looks now so <laughs> the guy I'm that. seeing now uh, we recently the f- for the first time came at the same time Ooh, mm. and that was super because it wasn't like planned it was yeah. like let's try and do this it just kind of like happened and it felt very intense and like it's been like one of those things where it's been like kind of a long winded kind of we've taken it very slow and it was like a very definitely a very intense moment that i feel like i'll look back on maybe not as intense as that yeah but i'll look definitely back and be like, oh that was like that was different yeah, yeah. It, was, it just it set it apart Dude, yeah. you got two bullets to hit each other. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? in, exactly. a, in a field. Exactly. That's a toughie. I think and afterwards we for sure high fived. Oh, like, yeah, you have sick. to. I used to think that I did that all the time with her, but now all those memories yeah. have been taken from me. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, they have man. been. That's I've why been you memorable. shouldn't. You shouldn't lie about 50%. coming. You should be very open with your partner about like like have a conversation and tell them exactly like how your body operates because it's, it's super different it's different between different partners you have mm-hmm. and and your sex constantly evolves or it so should we've never be come evolving. at the same time. I don't think so. Motherfucker. No. But maybe close. Yeah. Five, ten yeah. seconds. Yeah. Close is not. Yeah. Close is not the same. It is not the same. Uh, but it's yeah, communication is so important. I've I have struggled with that a lot. Not just in sex, but in relationships. I've I my biggest flaw is that I play very cool girl. Mm. And I'm like, everything's chill. It's fine. We, you you, seem you, cool. you text me three days. It's fine. Everything's fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> but inside you're like, inside, I really I'm like, wish. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a really hard time playing it too cool. And then a lot of times I'm like, oh, I, I really want to know like what we are, what we're doing. And I'm so afraid to ask. And like in sex and relationships, it's the same thing. It's like, it seems scary to communicate and have those conversations. It's so much worse to not. Exactly. It's so much yeah. worse yeah. to yeah. Not, not knowing is so much worse. It is. And it comes to a point too where it's like if you're scared of having like a conversation about like feelings or if you're scared that your partner's gonna like blow up on you maybe that's not the right you yeah, know what I mean not the right fit because the conversation can be scary but like I'm sure that you there was a point where you also knew that he wasn't gonna like be like what the fuck you know what I yeah, mean like you wouldn't like, leave me right exactly <laughs> yeah. so it's like you you kind of like know with the right person that they're gonna take it well and mm-hmm. like you can communicate that's a healthy like relationship that. That exactly and speaking of healthy, we will be taking a healthy break right now. And after the break, we will be teaching you guys about how to fist intimately. We, because it's very serious. <laughs> I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, you should, you should stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, we're taking a break from ourselves to have ourselves talk about ourselves. So thanks for listening to our podcast. We really hope that you like, favorite, and subscribe. But most importantly, you give us five stars on the on the podcast app that you are on. And give us a cool review if you like it, because we like you and we but, hope but, you but like it. But even if you don't, just give us five stars anyway, because we need <laughs> it. You sound so desperate. No, listen, we really need you it. You sound so desperate. No, look, maybe desperate. It, look, it's a tough time out Please there for podcasters. Please help my husband. He's very sad. If we don't get five stars, dude, you don't even know what's going to come down on me, man. I, I, and, well, I owe money. The, listen, okay. I'm in deep, dude. I, I gamble. Okay, no. We're Look, done. I need to win. Thank you for listening. We hope you like this. We really appreciate your ears listening I'm going to back this. To the table tonight. I'm gonna get yeah, no, you're no, not. No, I'm gonna get you're it back. Not. Okay. I swear. That's enough. Enough out of you. And we're back. Steve, how do I fist intimately? Well, Nikki, you have to put your hand in a jar of Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Oh, a jar. Yeah. Well, it needs to be wide enough to get your hand on inside of it. Okay. A lot of things have to be wide enough to get your hand inside true, of true, it. True, true, true. That's what I find. Situation. First rule of fisting, be able to put your make, fist inside Make it. sure that anatomically your fist can also go inside. So get a ruler and measure your fist and then get a ruler and measure her vagina. You, you measure circumference or you measure length or width or what? You do the um, radius times diameter times 3.14, uh, which is pi. And then measure how dilated she is. That's correct. And then and if she's sex. very dilated, <laughs> then you're good this to go. This is childbirth. But do it slowly, make eye confused. contact, and fist eye lovingly. Eye contact is the most important part of fisting. Yes. It really is. And fist lovingly out there. Don't open your hand inside of her because that's mean. There's a difference between fisting and punching. Thank you. Nobody yes. says it. You can go slow. There's a huge difference. Please learn the difference before engaging in sexual acts with somebody. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, it's funny you mentioned earlier. Well, it's not funny. It's funny. <laughs> you mentioned, it's funny that you mentioned earlier uh, that with uh, people that you're hooking up with, you're not as exploratory. You're not like um, you're not doing as you're not pushing the, the edges right. as much as when you're like really into somebody. Because um, I was reading an article on Psychology Today. Mm. It's about it was about like tips on intimacy. Okay, and um, they mentioned like before the sex even begins, you know, just in the relationship in general, there are things to build intimacy so that by the time it even gets to sex. Um, you're already connected as a partner. So even just doing like physical activities together, oh. going hiking, going like, engaging in like cer- certain things where you're both actively. I can see that completely. Yeah, yeah physical absolutely. activity. I love hanging with you and then we go fuck. It's fun. Yeah. And then like even like reading a book together. What? Like, Who does yeah, that? I know, but like <laughs> How so do you do that? weird couples, you know, at, like at a park. You could uh, have like a little book club where you we both read the book separately and then you like engage in conversation okay, about that makes the book. Sense. You know, that's yeah, weird, but like that kind of thing. Intellectual foreplay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anything that establishes <laughs> an emotional connection, like a deeper connection, yeah. than just like you're cute, you're cute too. I like you. You're nice. You know, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have you make a lot of money or whatever the whatever surface level things people are into. Yeah. That makes um, sense because I feel like I. The people that I've had sex with, quote unquote, casually, if it's a one night stand, like I met you at a party that night or I only met you a week ago or whatever, versus somebody that it's still casual, maybe we were friends first yeah. or we hung out a few times, always better. Way better. Always better. Yeah, so we had four years of friendship, of True. building intimacy before we even started. So it makes wow. sense that the first time we had sex, it was very intimate. Yeah, absolutely. And it was making love. And by the way, uh, we've talked about like our normal sex style is yes. not love making it is uh like tantric fucking <laughs> amazing it's deep like i'm sex, submissive deep dicking. He's, uh dominant okay. it's like we like that you know that hard like dirty dirty talk and all that stuff yeah, yeah. she wears so a leather mask i was actually surprised that we made love like the first time mm-hmm. really yeah i was very surprised because i'd never just i never that's not my style right. and also it was our first time Usually it's like I'm pulling out all the stops, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. making sure we're all kinky, and yeah. it, it it was it wasn't like that. Well, and that's probably telling. It was, that awesome. it was a connection, right? Yeah, a genuine connection. A genuine connection. And then when people were trying to tell me I was a rebound after that, I was like, oh hell no, really? I know for a fact Are now. Are you sure? Yeah, they were like, logically though, I don't want you to get your heart in a place where you think that it's going somewhere, and then he's gonna break it. I'm like, no. Nah. This fool, he made yeah. love. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just, ha- you just feel it. You, just know. you know what I mean? It's like I, 
I've had situations with friends where it's like, yeah, somebody gets out of a relationship really quickly or they get out of a relationship and then they like someone but they like won't let themselves like them because yeah. like, but it's too soon. And I'm like, who said, yeah, what? Somebody just woke up one day and put time rules? time limits on this and we just all fucking follow it? That's weird. Right. It's, exactly. It's terrible. I hate that. It's Plus, awful. when you're, I, I'm, a, I'm a grown ass man. Like the whole thing about like, well, he's got to, you know, go through the motions of like go back into Grieving. dating and find himself. And yeah, I thought grieve. that. That's what I, uh, well, so his best, his best friend hooked us up and I had had a crush on Steve for a while at that point, but I had never thought he was ever going to be available. Okay. So I was like, I want to find someone that's like that. Okay. I just really liked She's that. Like, I need a Diet type. Coke daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I want like the discount version of yeah. that. Of, like if, if he's still out there in LA. And then when I found out he was single, I was like, oh my God, it's my chance. Yeah. But like, cause he hadn't been single in over four years. And so I was like, wow, I don't want to blow it. I have like, I really, really like him. He's like my prototype for all the dates that I've been on. Yeah. Um, and I told his, his best friend, cause we'll be we all, we were all friends and okay. we worked together and stuff. And, um, but I was like, do not tell him and, for at least six months. So like, he told me immediately. <laughs> Guys, I wanted. I was like, I'm serious. I want to date him. I don't want to just hook up. Right. So I want to make sure he goes through all of his rebounds or whatever he needs to do emotionally to get over it because I want to serious date this guy. Right. You know what's so funny too is um, after that happened, after Michael told me, I was always comfortable around you. It's so funny because I was and then always you got super nervous. And then you get nervous around them once you know they like you. Yeah, you're once like, you put okay, that out well, there. I gotta make sure I move my face not weirdly right now. So cute. You know what I mean? Like you're just trying to, you're just overthinking things. Oh yeah, sometimes. it changes things. I actually am in this funny thing right now where it's kind of the opposite, where I was hooking up with this guy, and I was always something about him made me so awkward and like we'd end a date and I'd be like I was I could have I was not my best self like I'm usually funny and witty and I was just boring like something about him made me so nervous and I never felt like I got my like really put my best foot forward oh, yeah and then it ended it was always casual but it like whatever we found other people and now we've actually recently become pretty good friends and it's awesome yeah like because like, you're comfortable like it was a switch like the last time we had hung out when we were seeing each other it was terrible and then a a lot of time went by and then we hung out for the first time and it was like a four hour dinner because there's no and it pressure was amazing. yeah it's like the pressure instantly went away and there's no fucking involved like none oh wow not even flirting it's wow. like incredibly platonic but see cool. it, you could have intimate connections like that like when there's no pressure right i think the pressure is what like blocks the intimacy absolutely and so doing physical activities together and connecting on an emotional level or, or like a deeper level at least like intellectually emotionally whatever it is but just a deeper level builds that intimacy in a relationship even if it's just a friendship so we had done enough like bantering and inside jokes and all kinds of stuff from before we were even dating yes. that I think that contributed a lot to how intimate we were the first like just right off the bat True. when we started dating um, another thing that this article was talking about is foreplay a lot of people are skipping foreplay oh, terrible and it's terrible how do we get their faces down on those things <laughs> How do we do it? Do the do the ninth grade boy <laughs> push it that down? Is, there, can, that is a thing. Can I be honest? I used to think that that's what I, I used to think guys wanted no, no foreplay, like that what? they just want to get straight to fucking. I think I definitely thought that too. Yeah, like I definitely foreplay was, was like a woman's thing, like Whoa. as a girl thing, and I just wanted to please. So, like oh, wow. I would skip it, yeah, for sure. And I just thought that that's yeah what guys wanted. Or a lot of times too, I feel like especially when you're younger, if you start like giving head, you're like, well, I'm here now. So I'm just gonna finish yes. this, and then it's like then it just becomes head, and that's that. And that's it. But versus it just being like something like a means to an end. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, it's always. Better. I don't. Think, I don't. I can't remember the last time you just, just blowjob. Yeah. No. No. Uh, it's always the beginning to me. Yeah. 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 But For I sure. feel like sometimes when you're yeah, sometimes well, I guess also too maybe with I'm imagining it with like younger guys who mm -hmm. if a girl's mouth was around their penis they were coming. True. Like yeah. <laughs> well, like and when you're young, young like in the beginning days, I mean, there's still at least for me when I was uh, before I lost my virginity, mm -hmm. I really still thought I was gonna save it till marriage. Okay. So anything that wasn't sex, if it was even oral, like oral sex to me wasn't sex. Right. Um. So if it was that, then. Then I still kept my virginity, and so it was just a lot of blowjobs yeah. and like sixty-nining and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, like, and uh, and that, and then when we like after I did lose my virginity, because I was so used to like the blowjob thing, like sometimes it would just be blowjobs. 
Because right? I was like, well, well, we could have sex since we already had it, but like, I still want to save it for special moments like birthdays and like holidays. And, like, so weird. Stuff holidays. like that. Yeah. Well, I was the same way. Was the same when way. you're a kid, you're just like, that's so special. It's like, it's my, my private area, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you become old and jaded and slutty and. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and here we are. And empowered, okay? Empowered. 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 <laughs> I have attached a lot of empowerment to the word slutty, so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, love, I always love sluts. Yeah, me too. I'm just glad everyone else me loves too. sluts now. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I always say, I'm like, I'm not a sex bird. I'm not a doctor or anything like that. I'm just a, I'm just slutty. That's great. I have a lot of experience. Yeah. So, you know? Oh, and uh, another thing about foreplay, too, is that's a really great place for communication. Like, oh, like, yeah, you know, absolutely. That's the part where, like, you, you're figuring out each other and you, like, see what's turning your partner on or, like, mm-hmm. what types of things and behaviors and Especially attitudes. Especially because such a small percent of women can come from penetration. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a lot of times for them, foreplay is where they come. Yes. Totally. And um, I, it feels better and I have a higher ratio of coming during sex if I came during oral sex before. Me too. I a thousand get, percent. I get, this yeah. bitch, thousand I get this bitch dick drunk. <laughs> and then that's when it's fun. Dick drop. Yes. I love that. That's when it's way mega fun. My brain shuts off. Yeah, and well, right. I was about to say, really good foreplay makes sex so yep. much better. Yes. Even if it's really long foreplay. Like, if, if it's like, especially at, like sometimes the guy I'm seeing, like we get really, we call it like we get sloppy and weird. Mm-hmm. We're like, we'll go like dancing at the Virgil or something and we get crazy drunk and we're like, that's foreplay right there. Dancing, yeah. like grinding all night. Physical activity. Physical activity. Mm-hmm. There you go. Like dancing, whatever, like mingling with people, like looking at each other from across the room. All that is like very prolonged foreplay. Yes. And then going into like the Uber ride home and like you can't keep your hands off each other and then like add in like a half an hour of like really great like oral sex and foreplay it's like that sex is gonna be wild yeah. absolutely versus That's if you tough. just like go home and he sticks it in you and it's like yeah no. but a lot of people are like it's it makes me sad because i i hear a lot of couples doing that like that's really? their sex life is like, like routine that, that routine. yeah they well uh they look at their calendar like ah oh, today's a sex day like once i get home we're gonna we know a lot sex. of friends like that like things no. like that and it's really sad and and I'm just like, because oh, i gotta fuck him tonight like that oh um, just because you like, there's a lot of excuses like, well, you know, I'm a mom or like, you know, like, right. uh, I don't have time or stuff like that. You should still at least carve out an hour of a week to like engage in some intimacy, like, um, Absolutely. some activity with your partner because it sets a good, it's a good, like children follow examples. So they yes. see their, their parents having an intimate relationship or not, I'm not talking about the sex part, but I'm talking about just like bonding and right. having an intimate Even relationship like and touching healthy. touching or holding hands or whatever. Yeah. Like that is so important. It's also crazy to me that some people, and I don't know if this goes back to like, for me, I've struggled in the past with like Catholic guilt, right? Totally. And like stuff like that. And, and I was the same way when I was younger, where I was like, sex has to be special. And it's like, it's, it's becoming less and less, but I've noticed it affect my intimacy and my sex life. Um, and I feel like for some people, because of maybe some of that ingrained in them they think that sex just like isn't a huge deal and it's okay to skip or it's okay to put it on a calendar and it's okay for it to just be like an in and out thing and it's yeah. like sex is a, such an important part of relationships but it's, it's like right up there such with a like, stigma it's it got is. the biggest stigma I think in our culture it absolutely does and it's crazy exactly. and that like if you're prior to prioritizing sex over time with your kids then you're a bad parent but it's right. like no it's the opposite like you need to let your intimate romantic relationship flourish so that you can both both be better parents together. It also cuts out stress. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, get, it creates a more stable environment, bro. Yeah. yeah. Around your kids. It's like there are couples I feel like who carve out date night and they'd rather like go to dinner and that's more important than like carving out sex. It's like yeah. I'd rather be the opposite. Like I don't need to go to go to a fancy. I don't oh, need to eat to fancy food. To me, date night usually you. means sex. Yeah. Yeah. And but it should mean just sex. That's fine. Can, you guys can, can like also, order takeout and just like have sex. Yeah. That's, it can also not happen, night. and that's completely fine too. Like where it's like. You know, we go to dinner, we watch something. But she's saying what takes priority. Sure. Yeah, and I do think that, like, sex for sure, because sometimes if it's been too long, like if it's been over a week, and we get busy and stuff, and if it's been over a week, I just start getting catty, like, and we start, like, (laughs) kind of poking each other, and we don't even know why until we realize, oh, yeah, it's been a while since we had sex. And once we have sex, it completely, all that goes away, just vanishes. I feel so close to him. Like everything I'll open just my eyes seems the next morning, so and her easy. face is on top of mine, and she's like, "I love you," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I'm like, "There she is." Things it's have like, changed. It feels like life is going like, "Why is life hard?" To being like, "Whoa, life is so easy." Yeah, you need that endorphin rush sometimes. Yeah, but it's funny you said sometimes sex doesn't have to happen because mm-hmm. a friend of mine recently said this, and it stuck with me. They were like, "True intimacy is being able to say I don't feel like it tonight." <laughs> 
Dude, and I was it, like, oh, wow. Because, you know, in the beginning, it goes back to, like, yeah. us talking about, like, performing the and them needing to come. I think in the beginning, too, especially in younger relationships, it's like, oh, my God, if we're not having sex or if I don't feel like having – I can't say I don't feel like having sex. It's going to ruin his life. Yeah. Versus being able to be like – or he's not going to text me for two days yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Versus like that intimacy of being like, I don't feel like it tonight. Versus we, it's like, what's going to stimulate me more right now? We're at the last three episodes of Game of Thrones, or we could go. So fuck. much more. We important. picked Game of Thrones. <laughs> we That's did. We true. did. As you should have. That, yeah. that happened like <laughs> but, two weeks ago. But in according to Psychology Today, that is an intimate experience because we are both having a discussion afterwards. Yeah. We talk about. We are like attached emotionally to this yep. thing, and we both want to talk about it. And so that itself builds intimacy because I'm like. It's like confirming that you are a great partner for me and I am feeling lots of feelings for you. And then yeah. when we do have sex, it's just that much better. Right. Yeah. It's like foreplay. It's yeah. like even doing yes. this with, with my wife is like foreplay to me, like hanging out with her, getting to do the show and stuff. Yeah. Even though it's con- connected to job, still getting to do all the stuff with her is like that. And then like when we do our, our sticky show stuff together, that's all to me the same kind of jam, even oh, though yeah. we still carve out a date night every week. Right. So it's just all the sugar on top. Well, yeah, I think seeing your partner like thrive and be creative and do cool things, like that's that can ease. So many things can be foreplay. I've been in yes. this place lately where I'm exploring the possibility of my next relationship, relationship being open mm. um, in some way. I'm not exactly sure what that means because I think open can mean is is different for every single yeah, relationship. Yeah, you set the rules for You absolutely set self. the rules. Yeah. And so for some people, that's just threesomes and maybe like flirting with other people. And for some people, it's full-on other relationships. For some people, it's just sex with other people and they have their own rules or whatever. But What do you want it to be? I haven't decided yet. Oh, okay. But the good thing is the person I'm seeing right now is cool with that too. I, I basically was just like, I don't necessarily know what I want, but I definitely want to like explore it all. And if we yeah. hate it, we hate it. And if we love it, like let's keep it going. And we can kind of start off small and start with like, flirting with other people in front at parties let's see how that feels if we if you hate the way that feels and your stomach drops in your ass cool we don't have to do it yeah and if we're like oh this is kind of a turn on maybe we'd take it to the next step maybe that's a threesome and you know what i mean just yeah, kind of like really cool that you're open with each other exploring things together and like i said if you don't like it you don't like it versus i know couples who are like we're gonna be open and then they kind of feel pressured to do it mm-hmm. and they're like well we're we're, we're open now if this one is person's my life. having a lot of sex in the open relationship and the other one's not really getting the, girl is, the guy's not right yeah. but first and that <laughs> comes back to communication being able to be like this actually isn't working for me mm-hmm. and that being okay too so we're exploring that but it, it all came down to this girl I know who's dating someone and they their big thing is they love to flirt with other people at parties in front of each other and there's this thing I always say this on my podcast there's this study that found that excitement and anxiety are the exact same part of the brain oh yeah and it's conscious perception of which one you choose to feel because jealousy can be a fun emotion again <laughs> again it's ter- it can be t- absolutely yeah. terrible but also there's something we crave a little bit with yeah, that yeah I can see that and they have yeah. found a way to kind of like hone it and they're yeah. very secure they have no insecurities at all and being able to be like oh this feeling of like somebody else wanting my partner is super hot and they mm. they'd stop it there and they'll they'll go home together but that's like their foreplay is like that pent up like seeing their person with some like flirting with someone else and like knowing that they're wanted by someone else and then coming and like taking them home yeah. and I'm like that sounds so hot I'm very into that it, it might be a similar feeling to like hate sex or like right. um, even makeup angry sex. makeup sex yeah, yeah angry yeah. makeup sex all that stuff you don't want your whole relationship to be about it but it can definitely but be like a fun fiery thing. like yeah. getting jealous and then like oh I'm gonna tear your clothes off yes, later exactly yeah it can right. be super I can see that. So, yeah, foreplay can mean a million different things. Sometimes it's flirting with other people. So, (laughs) yeah. And then uh, we actually had a guest on, should they don't tell you, uh, Shan Boudrum. Yes. Yeah. She's great. By the way, she just had came out with a new book and you should check it out. But she had an open relationship and she still, I think, I might be wrong about this, but I think she, she calls it an open marriage because people were asking, like, well, now that you're getting married, like, is it still an open relationship? And to them, their version of what an open relationship is, is that they just trust each other where it's like, um, you know, if you're going to do something, you're allowed to do whatever you want. free will. Yeah. yeah. But if you do certain things and I get hurt by it, I can also choose to not be in this anymore. Yes. And so it just takes a lot of that pressure off that there's like rules and someone's checking on you or you have to check in with somebody yeah. and brings it to a much more comfortable place which I think I mean that's how our relationship is anyway right. and we don't call it an open relationship Yeah, but um, I feel like very I think a lot of people that are scared of commitment are scared of losing their independence yes. and yes. so even just labeling something like an open relationship but having it be like, well, I really like want to be exclusive with you, but you know, right. there are certain things that like if you are out hanging with a guy, I'm not gonna 
Like if I'm hanging out with a guy that you're not going to get jealous about that right. or whatever. And that ruins trust. future relationships. Like I know people who are like scared to be in relationships, they have commitment issues because they've been in relationships that are so controlling, controlling mm-hmm. and, and like manipulative and toxic and stuff. And they just like, they're like, oh, that's what a relationship is, is we have to text 24 seven. We have to constantly check in on yeah. each other. I'm not right. allowed to have friends of the opposite Ugh. sex. And I'm like, man, you have a terribly warped view of what a good relate. Cause I always, I always say this a lot. I have a lot of guy friends who are like, and a lot of guys think that singles being better. And I'm like, I will say this. I don't care if I sound like a cra- quote unquote crazy girl. A thousand million percent relationships are better than being single. Mm-hmm. A oh, thousand yeah. percent oh, yeah. across the board. Healthy relationships. Healthy, Healthy. relationships. Yes. If you think that relationships suck, you've been in terrible relationships. Absolutely. And you should look within. Yeah. If yeah. you've been in nothing but terrible relationships, sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, fucking look Common around you, bro. Common denominator there. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen that a lot. And I'm like, no, relationships are, inc- they're the best. There is nothing better than being in a healthy relationship. That's why I think that marriage gets such a bad rap. You know, there's a lot of like jokes, like very, like cliche, like, oh, man. oh my wife, or yeah, oh, I'm going to be locked and chained. Like, last joke day on, of freedom. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond, like that. Man. Where, sitcom shit. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're in a healthy marriage if <laughs> that's how you feel about your If you're spouse. dreading getting married, there might maybe there's a problem yeah. there, or if you're oh, like a real battle been married a couple of years and you're like, yeah, sex goes away after marriage or whatever. I mean, granted, we haven't had kids yet, but I just don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm more passionate about him each year. Yeah, Same. and we've you know been married a few By years the day, now. Bro, I get I keep more, wondering more when obsessed with this chick. And that's amazing. I feel like that maybe that comes down to like our our age too. Like with with older couples, I think that sex stigma was way bigger. And now we're getting to this point where we're like, sex is fine and cool and great and sick yeah. and awesome. Versus before, it was like, yeah, you can only do it when you're married. And, and like there was a pressure to, to get married. So much pressure. Yeah. It's like that takes all the fun out of sex. Versus totally. now we're just like, sex is chill and awesome and sick, and we're gonna talk to our kids about it, and that's it's cool what, that's and how it's I fine. Feel. Yeah. And I think that that's probably a big thing too with like why people in our generation are probably gonna have more sex into marriage than yeah. previous generations. Yeah, because it's like, if I didn't like having sex with him, I wouldn't marry him. Right. Because <laughs> like we said, it's, it's such an important part Absolutely. of a relationship. And when I think about like, oh, forever, like even just thinking 40 years from now, am I going to want to be with this person? Yeah. Can I be with this person every single day for the next 40 years and not get sick of them? That's a, that's what you should ask yourself before getting married yeah. to somebody. Because for me, it was like an absolutely yes. I could absolutely be with this person forever. Yeah, for me, I oh God, I wish I could be immortal because I just want to hang with this chick at all times. <laughs> oh my God, that is so cute! <laughs> oh my it's goodness, real. I swear. Yeah, wow. We're totally putting on for you guys. We do it for the views <laughs> and for the vids. Yeah. Hashtag couple goals. That's it. <laughs> we are a hashtag couple goals. No, truly. No, but really, like, and it's it's hard for me because like I know a lot of like some couples that are just in that notion that relationships are super hard work and like. Just that's just how it is, and yeah. that's Half how my love friends is. Start lecture people stuff. with that. I'm like, you are and not I'm a like, fucking expert. You're no, in a disaster. Like, that's <laughs> sad. Like, it, yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. I think that people find people that they're like maybe infatuated with, or like there's certain things they like about the relationship, and they're willing to settle on the rest. But you can like work through those settling parts, or if you can't work through those settling parts. Like there's other relationships that will fulfill all right. those needs if you you know moved on from that. But people are scared. They're they scared. Are. They get so scared that they're going to be left behind. Lonely forever. I'll be forty and unmarried or whatever. Yeah. All the memes, you know, right? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's still like a thing. Yeah. yeah. The there's so many thing. people in this world, and also like, I mean, it's just crazy. It's like we're a lot. We can do whatever we want, guys. Yes. We can literally do whatever we want. We make the rules. It's everything's fine. I also wonder too with that. It's like. And I don't think this is always the case, but like with cheating, obviously there are some people who are just terrible and they yeah. just want to cheat. But I, I wonder too if some of it comes down to like this communication issue that a lot of relationships have where like maybe if people were more openly communicative about their sex life yeah. and asking for really asking for what they want and being open to like, you know, having those conversations with their partner, if cheating would happen less. Totally. Well, a lot of people can't have conversations with their partner though. Yeah. I, I, I got a lot of friends who are like, you know, I feel like I can't even talk to her about this because she immediately shuts it down or whatever. Like they're 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 in a relationship where they don't have the best intentions for one another, right? Yeah. Like if you're talking to me and I'm in a relationship with you 
and I'm storing things that you're saying so that I can use them against you later oh, in, as weapons. So toxic. You're not in a good relationship. Yeah, right. So we don't have communication base level at home. So when I'm at work talking to this chick who's like totally cool and she's like, listen to me and everything I'm saying, she's not going to use his weapons later. Oh, she's really nice and cool. Ooh, maybe mm. I have feelings for her. Right. That's how I feel like all that shit happens. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you, you don't really know that person. So you're putting them on. You're projecting. You're projecting mm-hmm. them as this like, you know manic pixie dream girl or whatever Absolutely. and yep. then all of a sudden you're cheating and you're it's cheating like, and then you find out that she's a bitch too <laughs> right exactly and, and really it all it is nothing to do with that it had yes. nothing to do with that it had everything to do with just talking to the fucking person right. and having the best intentions for them while you're talking to them and I really want you to pay attention to that out there folks having the best intentions for them means that what you're trying to understand their point of view mm-hmm. right yeah. you want to you want to understand where they're coming from because you view them in a positive light and you want to help them Un- understand you're where you're team. coming yeah. from. Exactly. Yeah, like a lot of people think that they're not on the same that they're not on the same team. Right, it's, it's like me against them. Mm-hmm. And like they always do this and they always say this and blah 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 and they ha- they each have those those um you know backstories of what they built this other person to be the yeah. enemy. And uh yeah, and I think in a healthy relationship you really do feel like you're on the same team as your partner and like if there's a disagreement you want to understand, like, why is there a disagreement? Because we're so on the same page. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why aren't we on the same team is the question yeah, that you should out. ask. Yeah. Right. And to each other. And here's why I don't think we're on the same team. Here's why I don't think we're on the same team. Right. And start there. And, and if you're scared reasons. to have those conversations, like, yeah, there's a big problem there. If you're scared of how somebody's going to react to you talking about the way you feel, yeah, there's a, pro- there's a huge problem there. I used to think that I, I there's even Tough Talk videos of me out there. I used to do this format called Tough Talk. I used to think I, I thought I was talking all tough about it because I I was like, hey man, yeah, because you would hit these talking points. Relationships are work, bro. You gotta, you're gonna break up with each other. You're gonna get back together. Oh my you're God. gonna like, you know what I mean? Like that's normal. Like you're gonna go home and like, you gotta like do what they want to do sometimes, and sometimes they do what you want to do sometimes, and it's like. You really don't have to do that. <laughs> you just hadn't been in you, like you a... You just aren't in a compatible relationship. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you should start there. But I think that people hear all this and be like, okay, this is normal then. And they stay in their shitty relationship and yes. they don't work right. on it because it's... Or, or they are with the wrong person or yeah. a bad fit um, because they hear so many other people confirming like, oh, you're like that? Oh, you're like that? Okay, all relationships yeah. suck. And right. It's just something we have to live through. Relationships are hard. That's like what everybody says. Relationships yeah. are hard. And not that they're always a walk in the park. Right. But like... Yeah, you shouldn't be fighting all the time. You should not be breaking up. Like, yeah, the issues that you have are like are just that. They're just an issue that you work on with together with your partner. And then you should feel good after. You should yes. feel even closer. Like after our biggest fights, we felt closer and stronger than we ever had before the fight. Right. Because we worked through a huge issue together mm-hmm. as a team. Always. Yeah. We're for the team. Yeah, we're for the team. Communicating. It all yeah. comes down to that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, Rhea. You are a Rhea of sunshine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's you were very been fun. awesome. Thank you. I can't even believe an hour went by. I can't. This yeah. is like my favorite subject. That was really quick. <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. Definitely check out her podcast. Uh, was it good for you? Was that good for you? Was this but good for you? People always say, "Was that? Was this? Was it?" Because you kind oh, of yeah. ask it the way you want it. So. Was that good for you? I bet yeah. you it comes up either way. Was that good for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you have this cool energy? You have a very cool energy. Thanks. I don't know, man. She has the chill girl vibe. Yeah, chill girl vibe. Yeah. You do have the chill girl vibe. I think it's a mix of like weed, childhood trauma, <laughs> a bunch of stuff. Okay. By the way, can I just say, unrelated, I love your Instagram. Like, I just love the way you edit your photos and like Thanks. all the, like your whole vibe of your Instagram. That's like, oh a, my goodness. I really, really like the aesthetic of your Instagram. Thank and you. And I don't say that to like anybody because I think it's so lame when I'm like, I like your Instagram theme, but like, aesthetic. honestly, yeah, your like filters, like the vintagey yeah. vibe, I really dig it. Thank you. Yeah. I carry a film camera with me all the time. So it's all on, it's all film. Oh, it's all real it's film. All real oh, film. Nice. I thought you totally millimeter. like used, there's a lot of photo editing things that you can no, add yeah. grain to, but like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's almost all film. That's really cool. Yeah. Speaking of that, where can they find you? <laughs> oh, yeah. So was that good for you? It was the podcast. And I'm Rhea Carmona everywhere YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Good branding. We yep. like to end the show with a thing called Final Thought. We like where we have everyone give a final thought. What is your final thought? Or you can go first, Nikki, if you want. Okay. Um, well, thank you for letting me. If you want. Come first. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really would say, hope that she goes first, but it's fine. Um, do a really honest self-reflection because I did not realize that I hadn't been intimate in my sex life. I thought that just sex was a certain thing and I was very strong about it. But when I was really honest with myself and allowed myself to 
just completely be open to being pleasured in sex rather than like needing to perform or give pleasure I had the best sex ever my whole sex life turned around so uh and it's really healthy like moving forward so just like if you're not if you think that sex is just meh just really have an honest look at yourself that's 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 great yeah um my final thought is ask for what you want say how you feel it sounds really scary to do but it's so much worse to not it is absolutely so much worse and you're gonna feel even if it doesn't come out exactly how you want you're just gonna feel so much better afterwards and you'll find somebody who does give you what you want my final thought is get it the fuck in (laughs) get that pussy smack it if you need to smack it if you need to get get it in get those emotional connections in Uh and the fists yeah all the the whole fist and then when you're in there cry as hard as you can true intimacy thank you sometimes I cry after and I always thought that was like a cliche thing because I had never cried after sex until you (laughs) that sounds bad (laughs) that does sound terrible but I really felt completely open and vulnerable and I don't think I ever did that before you and um I sometimes it comes out of nowhere where I think I was just a lot of stress and tension and all this stuff and then it just gets all released you know some people cry in massages yes yeah yeah so I yeah sex I think that's what happens for me. True. She cries after sex often. That's amazing. Not often. It's happened like five times in our whole and, um, in our whole relationship. I'm not insecure about it. I actually think it's good, I guess. It's like a sweet cry. Yeah, it's like a beautiful all, cry. Awesome. It's like where I'm like, mm, I feel I've so I've definitely complete. had like tears roll down, like come out. Yeah. I'm like, th- that means this is great. This yes. is going wonderfully. <laughs> I like that. Get I, yourself some cry sex. Get yourself some cry sex. <laughs> I weep after sex, but usually in awe of my own performance. Yeah. You should. I love the confidence. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then also, if you ever have a topic that you want us to talk about, feel free to email us, podcast at Nikki.Limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. And you can find us, uh, Should They Don't Tell You, on Twitter, and uh, Should They Don't on, or sorry, backwards, Should They Don't on Twitter, and Should They Don't Tell You on Instagram. Thanks. Thank rate you. Us. Please rate Thanks. us. It helps a lot. Thank you. And thank you. Check out Raya. Yeah. Woo.